The education department is going to investigate Florida's mask mandate ban as it discriminates against students with disability. Trump puts out a 9-11 memorial video and Pisaki refuses to explain why migrants at the border aren't vaccinated. We're gonna play those video clips and we're gonna go into everything in just one second. Please drop this video a like, subscribe, and turn the post notifications on. Also, the only way this show can grow is if you guys click the like button, click the share button, comment below, or even just send it to a friend. It's the only way this show can grow. We're completely flagged in all the algorithms. Now, let's get right into this. So the education department to investigate whether Florida mask mandate ban discriminates against students with disabilities. Now, it seems like the the federal government is really reaching here in order to uh, get Florida to comply and get people to comply. So let's read. On Friday, the court ruled in favor of uh, Governor DeSantis ban on mask mandates in Florida schools, and it was reinstated. Um, someone tweeted out, breaking the U.S. Department of Education has launched an investigation to Ron DeSantis' ban on mask requirements in schools determine its legim legitimacy. Now, the U.S. Department of Education is planning to open an investigation into whether the ban discriminates against students with disabilities. The Office for Civil Rights will look, civil rights will look at this ruling, which gives parents the freedom to choose if their child wears a mask to school. Susan Goldberg, the Acting Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights, sent a letter to the Florida Education Commissioner announcing the upcoming investigation. I write to inform you that the U.S. Department of Education Office, or whatever, is opening a direct investigation to whether the De Florida Department of Education may be preventing school districts in a state from considering or meeting with the needs of the schools and disability. Well, you, get, you, get, you get the gist. Um, seems like read for yourself. Goldberg also wrote the investigation will focus on whether... In light of this policy, students with disabilities who are at heightened risk for severe illness from COVID-19 are prevented from safely returning to in-person education in violation of federal law. She claimed that allowing parents to opt out of mask mandates might may be preventing schools in Florida from meeting their legal obligations not to discriminate based on disability and from providing an equal educational opportunity to students with disabilities who are at heightened risk of severe illness from COVID-19. So here's this. You know, you know what's the greatest thing about choice is that those one or two kids, probably out of out of a hundred thousand, have the ability to one get vaccinated, two wear a mask, three their parents can find other needs to make sure that their kid is safe. Why did we have to change the whole entire world, the whole entire system for one person? Why don't we give them a little bit of special treatment at the very least? Hey, hey, we got this one person here out of the whole school who might be at heightened risk for COVID, might. Okay, let's just, the whole school needs to do this and bend the will. Why don't we all just help him instead of us having to change for him? Oh, we're all going to feel, make him feel better. We're all going to wear masks. Why don't we just help him? Why don't we, we get him to a point where it doesn't matter if we're wearing masks or not? That's number one. Second point is, this is why it's very dangerous to constantly say, go this whole uh, disability route all the time. Because what about the kids who had high risk for the flu? Now, do we have to wear masks all the time for the flu? Also, kids are at severely low risk for COVID in general. That's just a fact. So why don't we do it for the flu where kids are dying more from the flu? Why don't we do it for the swine flu? Why don't... Uh, why don't we do it for basically anything? Oh, a kid sneezed. Now, for the safety, what about the kids who have lung issues, who wearing a mask is like putting a strain on their lungs? Isn't that discriminative against disabilities? Like, we can play this disability card to either end, to either side. At the very end of the day, it needs to come down to the freedom 
of the people, okay? And if you're in a situation where, hmm, you know what? I might be put into an unfavorable situation due to me, my specific, my, my specific uh, reasons that do not apply to everybody. Instead of forcing the whole world to change, why don't you just change? Why don't you do things a little bit different? If I, honestly, if I was handicapped, if I was in a wheelchair, honestly, I wouldn't want to force their whole entire world to remove their steps and and pay money to insert, uh, you know, railings or whatever. I mean, maybe that's a little bit of an extreme example. That's just me personally. You know what I mean? If I was old, sick, and on my deathbed, I wouldn't want the world to shut down to possibly slow a spread when I could just make decisions and make choices in my own personal life for my own personal safety that doesn't require the whole world shutting down and the whole world bending to my will because i'm more important than you i'll make those changes but you know what that's too reasonable what i'm saying is too reasonable it's too logical what i'm saying because this is not even about that there's no reason for this to go to to to, to the civil justice and stuff like that it, it's all just they're just reaching they're like okay well what could we do to make florida bend the knee what could we do to to bend the will of the people what could we do oh, oh i guess maybe we can do this okay yeah yeah let's do that it's not about the kids with disabilities it's not about protecting those kids it's all about just making sure that you don't have any freedom that's all it's about and they're going to use that disability club they're going to use all the tools at their disposal in order to hit you with it okay and I guess this is probably where you get in that little bit of a dicey territory, and I think I see some relationships here with my controversial stance on that businesses um, should have the freedom to either require vaccines or not require a vaccines. Because I notice a lot of people, a lot of people on the right, they're like, "Well, what if we 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 have a disability where we can't take the vaccine? What if we have a disability?" You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying is the standards need to be applied both ways in a lot of the situations. I think that. Situ I feel I feel like uh, they're using right now the left is kind of using a, that argument that I'm seeing from a lot of people on the right who want businesses banned from ever requiring a vaccine. I'm seeing those same exact arguments being used by the left time and time again. Uh, maybe this one not so directly. But there are people who disagree with my libertarian stance on businesses should operate the way they see fit. And you can vote on how those businesses operate with your spending dollars in a perfect world, in a perfect city, in a perfect state where there are no mandates or requirements at all going either or way. You'll have no issues. And that's that's pretty much seemed to be a fact. If you look at Florida and Texas, where there are none of those vaccine mandates, there's no issues. Um, but then, you know, one or two restaurants will pop up saying we want a vaccine. And then everyone loses their ever-loving mind. And they force the big government to come down and, and fix that problem. That's really not even a problem because you got more options. Regardless of the fact, I stay true to the free market. You know, the solution is, if you want free markets, the solution isn't, isn't to fight the, the non-free markets with more uh, regulation, uh, with, you know, making them less free. You, you fight to make your free markets freer by actually voting and supporting things that make them free. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously responding to people uh, who tell me, ah, Joey, you think the market, we actually have free markets? LOL. Well, that that's not a reason for more government regulations. 
If you want the markets to be free, if you believe in free markets, you have two options. One, markets uh, situation, markets are not completely free. You have two options. One, make them less free, or two, make them more free. What is what is a better direction to put this economy in? Make them more free or make them less free? And you need to always go with what makes them more free. That's how you inch your way back into free markets. Because if you're constantly, even if it's if it's uh, regulation in your personal favor, in your personal best interests, you're st it's still regulations. It's still big. It's still big government. Obviously, I actually put an asterisk next to certain things because maybe there are certain situations, maybe where you do need it. You know, maybe it's not a complete absolute. Got to look at the, the the situation by situation. Obviously, just want to throw that out there, just in case, just in case. You know, that one in a million situation where you're like, oh wait, you never know. But if you watch my show, you know I stay out of logically consistent as much as I possibly can. There's nothing, no emotions. You know, don't 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 base don't base your opinions off of emotion and personal interests. Base them off of, I guess, you, as much as you can, your ideology and what you actually support and believe. So I'm about to play for you guys a video from Donald Trump, um, from his 9/11 video. Let's watch. For the great people of our country, this is a very sad day. September 11th represents great sorrow for our country. Many things were displayed that day, including, most importantly, the bravery of our police, fire, and first responders of every kind. The job they did was truly unbelievable. We love them and we thank them. It is also a sad time for the way our war on those that did such harm to our country ended last week. The loss of 13 great warriors and the many more who were wounded should never have happened. Overall, 250 people were killed in Afghanistan last week, and so many more were seriously injured. We had $85 billion of the finest and most sophisticated military equipment taken from us without even a shot being fired. The leader of our country was made to look like a fool, and that can never be allowed to happen. It was caused by bad planning, incredible weakness, and leaders who truly didn't understand what was happening. This is the 20th year of this war and should have been a year of victory and honor and strength. Instead, Joe Biden and his inept administration surrendered in defeat. We will live on, but sadly, our country will be wounded for a long period of time. We will struggle to recover from the embarrassment this incompetence has caused. Do not fear, however, America will be made great again. He, he's hinting at us that he's running again. He's hinting, obviously, I, I can't wait for him to run again. He's got my vote. Uh, can't, can't you guys see, like, I'm, I'm talking to leftists out there. Can't you guys see America was winning so much under Trump all the time? Winning, 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 maybe not 100% of the time, but we were winning, winning, winning. All of a sudden, Biden comes in and almost immediately, literally, immediately, everything goes kaputs. And we were probably heading in that direction of kaputs due to the Democrat governors and their lockdowns. Um, they're sending us in a kaputs direction, but, but Trump was... Was still holding us strong, even even against all these Democrats. The Democrat governors were literally trying to crash and destroy the entire U.S. economy, and Trump was still beating any type of expectations. 
Biden comes in and he's got all the governors, every all these Democrat governors on his side now, everything, all the powers that be, and boom, kaputs, kaputs, kaputs. Uh, but that's a great message from Trump. Um, I hope to see more coming out from him. Hopefully he'll be back on social media soon. Uh, hopefully he'll be on a different platform. Don't give the money to uh, big tech. Anyway, guys, <clears throat> thank you for watching. Please drop a like. For people at a business with more than 100 people, it is not a requirement for migrants at the southern border. Why? That's correct. Go ahead. That was it. Listen to that. One more time. We're going to play it one more time. Listen. Requirement for people at a business with more than 100 people, it is not a requirement for migrants at the southern border. Why? That's correct. Go ahead. That's correct. That's like, imagine getting, imagine getting a test and what's, what's two plus two? And you're like four. And then and the questions explain your answer and you just write, that is correct. Are you, are you kidding me? So let's, let's read the transcript. Vaccines are required for people at businesses with more than a hundred people. Why is it not a requirement for migrants at the border? Uh, it is not a requirement for migrants at the border. Why? That is correct. Okay, so let, let, let's read. A recent White House brief and Press Secretary Dan Psaki refused to explain why migrants coming across the border are not required to be vaccinated, but American workers are. Uh, someone tweeted, when the reporter asked why migrants crossing the border don't have the vaccines, but employees of private companies do, uh, she replied, that is correct, before moving to the next reporter. Fox News White House correspondent uh, questioned Saki about the vaccine mandates requiring businesses employ over 100 people to ensure that all that are vaccinated weekly test. If a business fails to follow the mandate, they can face over up to $13.6,000 in fines per violation. During the briefing, Bisaki said, Our objective is to get as many people vaccinated across the country as humanly possible. And so the president's announcement yesterday was an effort to empower businesses and give businesses the tools to protect their workforce. Uh, that's exactly what we did. Uh, how, how about how, tools to protect your workforce? Why don't, why don't you give it to the freedom, the freedom of the businesses uh, to do as they, as, as they feel is best or to the people who actually work for those businesses? This is just a power grab. It's not about safety. They just want to make sure everyone can just constantly bend the will their, the, to their will. When when uh, Dossie asked why migrants are, are not required to get vaccinated compared to businesses with a hundred dollars, sorry, with a hundred or more employees, Bisaki simply answered that is correct and moved on to the next question. Approximately thirty percent of illegal immigrants housed in federal detention facilities at the border are refusing to get COVID nineteen vaccinations. More than eighteen percent of immigrant families who recently crossed the border tested positive before being released. Reports show that 20% of unaccompanied minors at the border have also tested positive. So it's never, it's not about safety. It was never about safety because if it was about safety, they would be forcing migrants at the border to be vaccinated and turning them away if they're positive. It's not about safety. It's about control. They want to flood these migrants in there. You want to tell me the reasons why they want to flood them in here? One, um, they want to add people to the economy. They want to, here, come in here, come into this country. Here's a bunch of money. Now you're a consumer. Now you can go spend your money at the big businesses, okay? That's what. That's one thing that they want. Two, oh, we know you're going to vote Democrat because we're giving you a bunch of stuff, so be sure to vote Democrat. And three, they want to increase the population of these Democrat states in order to get them to have more electoral college votes. 
So as Republicans are fleeing California and New York for places like Texas and Florida, I would recommend going to swing states like Nevada, only a few thousand patriots, and we can flip that state right. And I don't want to hear, but the elections are rigged. We'll fight, fight to fix the elections. Don't go, don't go running off to a deep red state when you can come to a swing state, a few thousand people. More people watch this show than we need votes in Nevada, and this show's not even big. Just to put it to scale, California, New York, sorry, completely doomed. Don't even bother. You need millions of votes as they're flooding illegals in there. It's going to be deep, 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 deep blue. But we can, honestly, if you take every Republican from California and New York and spread them out across swing states, almost every single state will be red except for the deep blue states. Uh, but hey, you know, that would consider that would require a lot of coordination and it will 100% save this country, but that would require too much coordination from us. Uh, maybe if this show gets bigger, we could start a big movement about that. But anyway, guys, thank you for watching and listening. Please drop the video like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on if you can. Go listen to the full episode of the show, The Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. The only way this show can grow is if you guys drop a like, comment, click the share button, share it with a friend. Hey, yo, watch this. This show's awesome. That's all you got to do or listen to it. Whatever. Uh, whatever you got to do. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.